Welcome to episode 30 of the Minecraft Podcast with our returning Hello. special guest this week, Doc M77. Hello, Doc. Hello. <laughs> enthusiastic hello from Germany. <laughs> yes. We should get right to the news, guys, because this, this is, is serious this is stuff. Topic. Like, this this is might be one of the most important things you'll hear all year. I think everyone should grab their kids and their wives if they're in the water right yes. now. Yep. If you're in the water anywhere on the planet. Get Just out. remove the people from the water because there's a killer dolphin on the loose <laughs> in search of love. Is it just he will love love you and murder you. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, Andy dolphins from Ukraine. Right? Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, it's a Ukrainian dolphin. A, um, apparently some dolphins they were training in a Ukrainian uh, naval base or a dolphin. Or is it more than one? I think it's more than one. Yeah, it's a whole it's a gaggle. A, a whole oh my god. <laughs> a gaggle of dolphins. <laughs> yeah, and they're all six crazy and they have lasers and guns. You want to say dolphin family to that fish school dolphin school? Oh, whatever. Oh yeah, it's school. <laughs> I think it is. Isn't it school? I don't is know. It a, no, mammal. I think it's they're a pod. They're, they're, they're no, a mammal. mammal. I like they're gaggle. Mammal. For whales, is it? I know whales is uh, pods, but I don't know about dolphins. They're pod people? No, like a pod of whales <laughs> is, is what that's what it's called. The pod point is, pod. get your kids out of the water because these dolphins will do terrible things one way or another. They will sex <laughs> them up. We should also oh, mention that ten. these dolphins are part of a secret military training program. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Only, the, only Ukraine and the United States have them, and apparently they have like really, they really do have guns attached to them. <laughs> you can see on its flipper, it has like a little laser. Sure. Yeah. They, are, they are there to detect mines and attack the enemy swimmers, man. Like they will stab. They will stab you. It says the, the, like they're they're trained to stab enemy swimmers. So man, this is this, this is scary, like shock, scary man. stuff. And they'll be like. Aah! And the kids are happy, and then they'll slit their throat. How do they yeah, but, know if they're enemies? I don't think they well, care. They just stab all things. <laughs> Anything in the water, they kill. I mean, you know, when you think of dolphins, you always think of flipper. You know, the, the friendly thing, saving people from sharks and saving the world every day. And this is scary. <laughs> it's like a koala with a with a shotgun or something. <laughs> <laughs> Fan art, please. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't fit, dude. <laughs> the koala with Anders' voice. I don't know why that is. Hello, <laughs> boys and girls. Yeah, it's a shotgun. Like a bandana or something. <laughs> so from one scary thing to another, uh, apparently China is engineering genius babies. This is nothing new. <laughs> <laughs> it is new because they're actually going to they're actually collecting DNA samples from people and like putting these things in a pot and stirring them up. Yeah, it's not just like Chinese geniuses. They've found 2000 of the smartest people around the world taking samples uh... of their DNA and now they're comparing those DNA samples to find what genomes are similar to try to determine where the genius quote unquote genome is at and then they're going to try to manufacture that. That's creepy. That's that's kind of too much of a simple approach, you know. I also think a lot that intelligence is intelligence is also influenced uh, by the environment you grow up in, and you know you can be the smartest uh, person in the world, but if you grow up where there's no school and nothing, you might not invent something pretty epic. You know what I mean? Right. So I don't know if that's the right approach. well, see, I think they might be end up disappointed in the long end because I think one type of genius is different than another. Like uh, someone that's yeah. physically genius versus someone that's, I don't know, scientifically genius is going to be yeah. different d- DNA-wise. 
I think the, the the thing is, we're in the Western world. We're kind of restricted by lots of moral codes and stuff, and we can't do genetic experimentation and stuff. Whereas the Chinese don't really seem to care about no. these sort of restrictions quite so much. Yeah, it's North Korean yeah. moral code had like smart people or something. They that, would. Be that's not cool. Too soon. About <laughs> too soon. Well, it's it's just a different point of view, a perspective how they see people in general. Like for example, for us, the human rights, um, it's we say it's un, you know you can never lose your your, your human rights. Uh, in China, mm -hmm. it's a bit it's a bit different how they define it. As long as you are not, um, I don't know, as long as you are contributing, you have your human rights. But when you start to, yeah work against it, you lose it. Yeah, you, you lose it. You can actually lose human rights and that's that's a totally different moral fundam fundament or something. So. so they've got so many more of them as well, which Yeah. People or Yeah. Standards. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> See the only reason Pretty why I wasn't like surprised by this or anything is I remember during like the Olympics they had like this news coverage about kids who were in training at like such yeah. an age oh, yeah. to become like world's greatest Olympians in that. And it was just yeah, yeah, they've always they done do. that. The, so the Soviets used to do it as well. They trained yeah. them from really, really young. Here in yeah. Germany too, you know, when in, in East Germany, they had a freaking yeah. training program going through schools looking for, okay, he's a tall guy, volleyball, <laughs> he's strong, swimmer, and yeah, you had no choice, and then they trained him from the young, yeah. Is that why you, you became a basketball player, Doc? It's about to ask that too. <laughs> no, I was uh, living in West Germany. <laughs> we didn't have that. Nobody forced me into it. <laughs> So you're just naturally awesome at basketball. Uh, I don't. Know. I was a football football player, soccer, football. All German kids play that. But then, mm -hmm. uh, for some reason, I grew like crazy, and then there was no other option than basketball. Right. So I had the athletic stuff from the football. You know, Steve you, Nash. Um, I mean, we're veering slightly from the subject, but do you remember pre the wall coming down? Yes. Very precisely, actually. Um, the funny thing was, shortly before the wall came down, this is always a story I remember. Um, in geography in school, we talked about uh, like East Germany and West Germany. And my geography teacher always said, no, "Never ever will we see this uh, Iron Curtain come down and be reunited. <laughs> Don't even imagine it." And like half a year later, it uh, came. Yeah, the the wall came down and was really. Um, there was a lot of. We were not trusting the guys from the behind the curtain, you know, mm. west and east. And it was this front line of the Cold War right in the middle of Germany. And there was a lot of distrust. But for some reason, when the war came down, it was for at least a few months, pure happiness. And then, you know, the, the people in Aust, Aust, eastern Germany thought, OK, now, you know, we, we own the world. We can travel and we can do anything. And we thought, OK, finally, we are united again, the Western. But in the end, it was a... 20 years of work to build it up or even longer. But the first few moments were great. Everybody you know, celebrating and it was amazing. So it happened quick, didn't it? it was just... Yeah. Out of nowhere, nobody really thought of it, it could happen. I mean, there were some cracks in the Iron Curtain. You know, the, um, the United States um, had this policy of like, kind of just putting so much money into military that at some point the, the, yeah, the Eastern or Russia and their allies just broke down. But we didn't think that will would gonna happen will happen so fast. Mm. Yeah, it was surprising and crazy, but cool. Yeah. Hmm. Did um, you go over to um, East Germany at all? Well, 
a sharp it, it, it was it was very they, not not backwards is the wrong word but they were quite deprived weren't they in terms of technology. yeah there was always we had always yeah it was it was pretty pretty cool when i was over there the first time the first thing i noticed um were it was shortly after the wall came down and we were riding and riding and riding and there was cornfields like gigantic cornfields you don't mm. see that in in west germany anymore uh, but they had this old school russian style kolhose where everybody works together on these gigantic farms that was one thing you could really see and of course old school stuff you know the cars the mm. trabis there uh, vintage if you would see one of these cars you would like it's a shoebox man <laughs> a card box thing and it was totally different yeah of course and for example the city we visited it was called Hedstedt and we walked through the city and they had this um, I don't know cobblestone stuff in the streets and the mayor was guiding us through the city and said yeah by the way every cobblestone here in the city is radioactive <laughs> we got it from the, <laughs> from the next uh, stone area over there uh, so, but don't you worry you're not here long so you don't have to worry about <laughs> wow. it much you know? and it was pretty yeah a lot of competition we did it was in school we did sports with the guy with the guys there and it was like you know like the olympic games really dead serious wow that's so yeah the battle of the systems was still in the in the minds so to speak because you know we were trained to not hate them but never trust the eastern guys in the other way, in the other way around so yeah it was pretty crazy but yeah now it's pretty cool now nobody really talks about it much but there's still some differences, um, of course. I'm sure there's some people that are really old that uh, still feel like it never should happen or something. I mean, then there's people like yeah. that, you know. For example, the generation, my dad and generation, you know, these people that are now 50, 60 that grew up in the in the best times when West Germany was really, you know, really super wealthy because we lost a lot of money um, to build up the East German regions. And that is what those people are mostly pissed off about. Mm -hmm. uh, Oh, before it was better. We had, we we had more for our like pensions and for our health systems and blah blah blah. But by now it's it balanced out. Yeah, there was something called a solidarity um, money. Um, every West German person had to pay that to build up East Germany, and that caused for so, yeah for some trouble here and there. Mm, but, I can imagine. Yeah. Well, Cyprus yeah, have got to do that now, haven't they? With they've just announced that. Uh, <laughs> Don't start with that. <laughs> they got ten billion, I think. No. Yeah, everybody, everybody's got to pay ten percent of their savings to to bail out the country. Wow! Jeez, wow! They're, yeah. they're not happy. Yeah, no. no kidding. I guess they could always just leave and go to space. Yeah. How about Mars? Mm. <laughs> you know, come twenty twenty three, we might we might lose a Minecraft member. We might lose Kirk. Because they're looking, they're looking for volunteers to travel to Mars. The only catch is you can't come back. It's a suicide mission. <laughs> really? Yeah. So if Kurt yeah, is yeah. suicidal in 2023, this is the this is the opportunity well, no, for him to go to space. It, it's eight years of training. So like they're looking for people now, and then they bring right. eight years of training. Then <laughs> off they go. No man, the guy behind uh, Mars One, he's he's looking for people to travel to Mars. Um, but yeah, there's no way back. Like the technology doesn't exist to get people back yet. So basically, you're there and you're there. <laughs> That's Who the it. hell would do that, man? Nobody. I think would there's people lined up. I think street, so, man. man. I guarantee you, there's people that see this as an opportunity to be the first ones to there to go down in history as the first ones there. I mean, think it about Neil Armstrong, man. People are gonna die just to get off the ship to put their foot on the surface first. When I was looking some 
or watching some TV stuff about Mars programs, they always had to plan to return. I mean, like they did it with the moon, you know, like fly there, have a thing in orbit, and then with a Mars lander, go down and go back up. I mean, I mean Kurt's probably the one to discuss this better, but surely if you yeah. can get a, a, a ship off of the moon, you can probably do it off of Mars. And once you're moving towards Earth, you don't need fuel to thrust, do you? Right. I assume so. so. And if you, uh, if you imagine, like, for how many years do they have the rovers up there, you know? I mean, they know more about Mars. They probably knew about moon when they landed on there, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, well, how many? How long does it take to get from Earth to Mars? Do we know that? Two years. Two yeah. years. Okay, that's not so bad. So I was wondering. I was wondering yeah. if like there's just not enough lifetime to get there and back. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he just doesn't want people now. to come back. You know, send them there, and they can be the people there that send us back information. But you're not good. You don't get to come back. See, right? what yeah. kind of creeps me out about this is they're training people. But how do you like train people? And know that they're not going to snap up in space and kill everyone, including yeah. themselves. Well, you'd know. never know that. I, I mean, know. that could happen that's, every that's convention we've ever been at. Man. I mean, I've been I sleeping mean, in hotels with you all the time, and I'm convinced that you might be a little bit crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, sharing a room with you, we did nearly snap. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I mean, they have to give guns to every crew member or so, or whatever, you know, in case one goes crazy, they have to shoot him. <laughs> well, how about guns to no crew member? Yeah. Well, yeah, that would be no. Because then, you know, you can... Yeah, that's, you know, now I spoke like a true American. Yeah, (laughs) it's true. (laughs) Guns for everybody. Guns for everybody. Protect yourself. It'd be pretty cool, though. See, they're they're trying to bring humans up there, but are they going to try and, like, procreate up there as well and get a civilization going? I don't think that's part of it. I mean, it's not mentioned. I'll have to admit, if I didn't have a family and a kid, I'd sign up. Send me to Mars. I don't care. (laughs) It'd be an adventure, that's for sure. What's that? I mean, it would be, be an adventure. Adventure yeah. for sure, yeah. But you get bored after a while. You can't you really go out to the walk in the park or go to the oh, shops. I'm sure, there's, I'm sure there's free Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely free Wi-Fi. Yeah. Imagine, you know, you go through a two-year anticipation phase, and, you know, finally the first step on Mars, and then you're okay. I did it. Now I'm here. Then you okay. Then you realize, that oh, one. man. Yeah. That's it. I mean, you can imagine the lag you get playing a game online. <laughs> oh, man. Two it's years later, cool. like it's it's the next step, and, uh, and that's kind of exciting. I think we need to think about um, you know, terrain. What do you call it? You know, re re rebreathing, Terraform. getting yeah. getting atmosphere, Terraform. yeah, terraforming sort of thing. Yeah. Is well, that the plan? Well, why haven't we been testing? Like, have we been testing? No, we're not. We're not on the moon. Why are we not on the moon with like domes and? And terraforming, like you're saying, like, you know, like plants and stuff, we're creating oxygen, like... I think so, something like that could only be done if all the big uh, industrial countries in the world really work together and make this world space agency. Right now, everybody's cooking their own little soup there, you know, and mm-hmm. NASA has some funding problems. I mean, the Chinese are pulling hard talking about them before. They got, a, they got stuff going. So. It just seems like, I mean, just think about the money we spend on the military, like just on planes and stuff like that. It seems like if everyone stopped being assholes in the world, we could all get together and actually do something worthwhile. Yeah. Wow, that was that was deep, dude. <laughs> <laughs> is Fly to the Mars. <laughs> yeah. On to some, pain, uh, some, some pain? Painful? I was going <laughs> to say painful for some reason. Sniper Elite 3 has been announced. You guys played, is that the game you, you guys played, Paws and, and Good? Yeah. Oh man, this game made me rage so hard. <laughs> well, you know, it's coming, and it's going to be more of a sandbox sort of game. That might be better. 
Mm. I don't know. I, I felt the Sniper Elite 2 was way, 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 way too short. Um, I mean, maybe Boss was, was running through really quick. <laughs> no. Single player of it was so annoying. Some of the missions, the first mission alone was so... Uh, but uh, yeah, <laughs> well, me and Paul's downloaded the z- not not sniper zombie. elite zombie Nazi army or something like that. We tried to try to record that. We played like what two hours? I think it felt like. <laughs> yeah, it felt like no. It was, it was just yeah, like it was like I, over an hour. Never got through the first mission. It was so bad. It's like they threw zombie skins on pre-existing content and added like a sway to their walk, and that that was it. And adding yeah. of them, it's like everything is impossible. It just wasn't fun. It wasn't a sniper game really... at that point. It was like a Call of Duty uh, game. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, we had some really messed up shooters this year. <laughs> just saying Alien, mm. Colonial Marines, the biggest. <laughs> it's Ben's favorite game. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, man. Every game I anticipate this year has sucked. I think that's yeah. not last year, right? Or did it come out this year? Was it this year? It was Dead Space year, was this year. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. well, Dead Space has been the only good release, but it's just got EA's name on it. Yeah. So that automatically loses points. I'm kind of curious as to how you build a FPS sandbox game. I know I know there's there's games kind of like that, like Fallout is not... Far oh, that's, Cry. A, that's not really Far a Cry sandbox. Like that's more game. of a RPG, but I, I can't see Sniper Elite being a sandbox game. Well, you know, think about Far Cry 3. They have some really nice sniper sequences in there, and you could yeah. limit a little bit. I maybe, mean, and... think about it like you're a mercenary or something like uh, that. Um, I always want yeah. Metal Gear to have a sandbox-type game. Where, you know, you're the mercenary, but you choose how you develop your own story. And I think Sniper League could be something like that. It could almost be where you, uh, you know, where you have an alignment even. Like, you know, are you yeah. a good guy or a bad guy? Grand Theft yeah, Germany, some... 1942. Yeah, <laughs> some bases or whatever are quite easy to to take, and some are really difficult with lots of people. So you need to pick which one uh-huh. suits really you. Plan out what you're doing, and then get better weapons so you can take out the better. Yeah, the sniper really is a, a military game, though, isn't it? So you probably need some form of orders and stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah. maybe you went rogue, rude. <laughs> there you go. Have you guys uh, have you guys checked out this the visualization the Minecraft 826 days of development video? I didn't get yeah. to see that. It got linked when I was at home. It is really cool. It's sort still of like... <laughs> yeah, it hasn't yeah, gone there. You, you guys are bitching. <laughs> but yeah, if you, if, you, if you guys watching or listening, I guess, and watching <laughs> the Minecraft logo, uh, haven't seen it, just check it out in the description. It's really cool. Um, those yeah, of, it's pretty those cool of us who have seen it. It's like cool. a chart, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, yeah, it's like building DNA, sort of. It's, I don't know. It's really awesome. I like it. You're cool. a plant. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's like one idea grows into, you know, little spores of other ideas, and they somehow manage to... to it's it's fun to see when, when Jeb joins, and then as it progresses, Jeb's obviously fixed on fixing certain things, and then you can see that Notch comes into the office one day and just bounces around all around it and then disappears for a bit <laughs> and then comes back. I wonder what they're using to record this, actually. Like, what It's kind a Google of- thing. Oh, Google thing. We should use that to fix everything. <laughs> yeah, the world Consider it. it done. It's so amazing. <laughs> yeah, you guys check it out if you haven't seen uh, it. It's really cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, any uh, any COD players here? Call of Duty players? Used to be, not anymore. Mm-hmm. What do you think about the uh, what do you what do you think about Tripwire saying or was it Tripwire Interactive or was that the interview? Yeah, yeah it, was it was a specific guy. Yeah, Red Orchestra. 
John Gibson, president. Yeah. John Gibson. He basically is saying that Call of Duty's ruined a whole generation of uh, FPS players. I 100% agree. Mm-hmm. Expand. Oh, God dang it. Well, basically, <laughs> <laughs> I hate expanding. Um, I don't know. It's just there's no depth to any games anymore, especially like for the FPS genre, because they're all more, they're trying to like appeal to every single Call of Duty player. Where it's like fast paced, like this weirdly mm-hmm. smooth gun game mechanics and everything. And like I said, there's just no depth to FPS games anymore. Call of Duty is, is, is it's an arcade version, isn't it? Yeah. You always get arcade games and you get simulator games. And, and Call of Duty is very arcade. It's simplified, you know, you point and shoot. And a very interesting game design aspect of Call of Duty was always this group stuff. You always have these helper guys around you that mm-hmm. are basically immortal. And that takes off the edge uh, of many shooters, I feel. Mm-hmm. You know, this um, you're not really this this one epic guy that fights his way through and you are really in, you can die actually. Normally you re- you know, you rarely die if you play uh, caught single player games. Yeah. Yeah, that's Campaigns. basically it's, the Gibson guy, uh, one of the quotes is, if there's no fear, there's no tension, the victory is shallow. We want there to be some fears. Mm-hmm. So that's basically what you're yeah. saying. If there's, no, there's yeah. really no, no fear of dying at all in these games. Yeah, and that that's transitioned in many follow in many games in our days. You mm-hmm. know, for example, in this alien colonial marine thing, <laughs> you have <laughs> like you 50, 50 people around you all the time and they never die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, well, my question is, what genre of FPS games wasn't like that? Which where, where do like where do we give the credit for the original FPS games like Doom is uh, or uh, Wolfenstein and then no, I, I'd say like I, I'd say like the pinnacle of F- like FPS game started with GoldenEye, like multiplayer. <sighs> I never got into Goldeneye. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't get into it. But well, what about Counter Strike? Is it? Is it? Is it Call yeah. of Duty or is it Wolfenstein? Well, well you, if, if, if we're taking thing. Doom, if we're taking Doom. Yeah. You, you can then progress that onto Quake, and then you go onto Quake yeah. Three, and then Quake Three yeah. was kind of like the genesis of the sort of arena, simplified yeah. arcade shooty deathmatch yeah. thing, wasn't it? I mean, it was happening before, but that was where it was perfected in a way. I just don't Doom's, think it was Call of Duty. I think it happened. Doom Three was already. Doom Three was already pretty shallow. For yeah. example, Doom Three was a like a graphic show off thingy, yeah, but gameplay wise, it was pretty shallow. So. Yeah, but the, yeah. You, I mean, you could see the progress starting to become there, but then Call of Duty, you know, just was the the final stamp in that. In yeah, that scenario. but I enjoyed it. I have to say, back in the days, I really enjoyed. Oh it yeah, it's it it good I, back then, but lately it's just been... the first. Well, yeah. is, it, is it is it us that's changed, or the games? That's my my question here. Is yeah. have we grown up and grown out of that, or um, you know, because the kids obviously enjoy Call of Duty just like we enjoyed Doom Three. So I'm wondering what who's, yeah. who's changed here. But for Call of Duty, games. you know, it's the multiplayer aspect that really keeps the game alive. I have never heard people praising the Call of Duty campaign beyond like it's mostly very short. I mean, of course they are Link really good. That's pretty good yeah. graphics. I played one of yeah. them at a friend's house on a. PlayStation or something, and I was like, I mean, oh, they have is... these you know, the events all the time, quick time events here and there and stuff. And but like, yeah, the the multiplayer is the thing that keeps it going. I don't know. I think it's just become a very shallow game. I mean, that's that's oh, kind yeah, of why yeah. I've, I've been really addicted to Wasteland because is it there's so much different stuff to do in it. It actually yeah. takes and a bit tension. more skill than twitching. 
the, the tension in Wasteland is, is just crazy shit. Yeah. yeah. Has it become shallow, though, or has it remained shallow? Mm. Yes, that's the, that's the take one thing I'm trying to make. Because mm. uh, I think I don't think it's changed much. Like I played Call of Duty Two actually when that was first released, and I, I really enjoyed that. But after a while, I felt the same way. It's like okay, there's well, not really I'd too much like, more depth to this. It it it, ha- it hasn't changed really, but playing the same thing over and over and over again with just cu- like cookie cutter game over game is just you want something different. You want something with mm. depth. You know, you want yeah the, yeah. There's, there's, there's no there's immersion no... in that in that game anymore. It's just more of kids calling you faggots and on that on Xbox now it seems. And I have to say I really enjoy Far Cry. Th- uh, enjoyed Far Cry Three in that that aspect. That game was just great, and it's also a shooter, you know. But it, the whole thing with the island and the hotspots there, where stuff happens and stuff, that was. I think mm. that is the the way it has to be. This is this this, you know, tube like levels and stuff. I think that is not. No longer, maybe it's dead, you know. Yeah, and the Fallout and and, and things like that, the more RPG yeah. elements. Maybe. Yeah, I think that is what people like. They they want that that they don't want you know the, the Duke Nukem times are over. Where it was good enough, you know, to be like a guy with a massive gun and go like, oh, so I'm killing shit. Like that's mm-hmm. <laughs> people want more. They want maybe and they want upgrades. Impression. Yeah, you know, upgrading stuff and maybe. Being able to develop the character more and yeah. Well, See, I think the whole business model. Sorry, go ahead, Paul. No, no, you go ahead. Something. You go ahead. Well, I was gonna say the whole business model here is trying to make the most money and to Im- involve that multiplayer aspect. That's you know that's how they're making their money. That's how they're reselling it. But uh, there's a lot of companies that are trying to work on these FPS MMO RPG games, and I'm wondering if that's gonna be maybe the future of FPS where people get into that. I know Blizzard yeah. announced one forever ago. I don't Planet know whatever side. happened to that. But yeah, you know? yeah, Planet Side. There's a couple other ones too. There's one, yeah. the trouble with that like is like it- defiance. Something I forget the name of they, it. They take a lot of production to make. It takes a lot of writing, a lot of a lot of engineering, um, yeah. and a lot of time. Whereas with Call of Duty, you can, as you say, it's a cookie cutter. You can churn it out, and then six months down the line, oh look, it's Call of Duty two, Call of Duty mm-hmm. three, Call of Duty fucking zombies on Mars. It's, but there, there is there is a place for the the arcadey shooter. You, know, you just jump on and shoot a few times and get off. It's just yeah, it's not it's progressing right anything. You know, you need to cater the casual gamer market more and more. Mm. You could definitely see this in SimCity, for example. Now, is the latest okay. game, the good example. Uh, SimCity Four or the others were more like you know building this one epic thing and really in depth a bit, and you know really for the nerdy gamer dudes that like to really stick with the game. And the new one, it plays like, I don't know, Farmville or something, you know, on the Facebook. <laughs> well, that's what I said about it before I even got to play yeah. it. I think it's going to be like Farmville. Whenever I saw the regions and yeah. stuff like that for multiplayer, that's yeah. basically what it is. Kind of a trend. They're opening up gaming more to casual players, I'd say. It's See, no, maybe I, I not a like bad that. thing. I don't like. Oh, that. that's something uh, Blizzard's been are, doing for years. I was just going like, to mention that. World like, of Warcraft. Yeah, World of Warcraft. I yeah. was addicted to that until they started. Hey, free loot for everyone. You don't have to try anymore. It's like, well, that's yeah. That's the lame. old school World of Warcraft players always said, "I never really got into it," but they said they really made it less yeah. nerdy, so to speak. Yeah, so more. That's why I stopped. Mm. I mean, nerds, nerds are a great thing, though. Yeah, not in a negative sense, of course. Yeah, yeah, because one college nerd. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Oh. Wow, nice transition, baby. <laughs> baby. Uh, one, <laughs> one college nerd invented a gel that halts bleeding. And reading through this what? article, that is some amazing stuff. 
Like it's like just like dump it on an organ and it will. Yeah, like an organ even, and it starts repairing itself. It's ridiculous. That's crazy. The thing is, I remember whenever I was in school and we were talking about how cells regenerate and how blood clots and stuff like that. I thought, I thought we already had stuff like this, man. It's like we did as well. It's like missiles on the Pentagon. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think it's been in video games and stuff like that, but I don't think I've never really heard of anything like this. And and. Wow. Like, did you, if you guys so, get a chance to read the article, my just grandpa, read it. he had a freaking white stone or something. And when he was cutting himself while he was shaving him, he just made this thing wet a little bit and did it, put it on there and it's in, instantly stopped bleeding. And it was some kind of. Oh, it's styptic. Yeah, or something. So yeah. I think things like that existed, right? Doc's maybe. Grandpa was but, a shaman. But this is not. <laughs> yeah. where, <laughs> We're not talking about like razor cuts, though. Know, These guys know, have sliced yeah. like a three-inch slice into raw yeah. pork um, as one of their experiments, and uh, the raw pork loin was was pumped full of pig's blood. And as yeah. soon as he cut it, the blood starts pouring out. But then he just like just a little bit of vetigel over the cut. By the way, that sounds so like sci-fi-ish. Vetigel. That sounds but gross, anyway, in my opinion. <laughs> just a little vetigel over the cut, and just it just stopped. Hmm. You can like heal it? gun wounds and stuff. Sure, it's not glue or something. No, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not glue. It, it like it like hyper Glued. hyperactivates the cells that would normally clot, um, mm. and can cause the clotting. And I guess it's you know maybe it's like protein or something in that vita yeah. vita gel that that like you know it's like sterile I mean, yeah. basically. It's it's imaginable. I mean, uh, there's um, hormones in the body that tell you uh, stress, you know, endorphin and stuff. And if you counter that, um, I'm pretty sure you could influence. Uh, definitely it should but it, it would be funny if like some weird college student finds it and like pharma companies spend billions of dollars every year to right <laughs> there was there was another kid not not very long ago there's a 15 year old kid that invented a, a really cheap uh, way of detecting cancer didn't they oh, i didn't hmn. hear about that yeah and that's i, I was just going to bring up a similar point like how long before this disappears and we never hear about it again right right mm-hmm. You know, like he's applied yeah. for uh, the patent and he's starting his FDA approval process. But I, I bet that this is going to take money out of people's pockets. Conspiracy, <laughs> is, the uh, band-aid conspiracy company is going to buy it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we probably won't ever hear about it again. Yeah, but what, what, what you would do, like if you invent something and you know it could heal the world, but they offer you a $100 million and you give us the recipe. What would you do? Hmm. With well, something like the that. Guy that, that uh, created the vaccine for polio, right? He didn't. Uh, he didn't mm. patent it, and uh, he could have made billions and billions of dollars. But he was more worried about uh, the world. Mm. So I was. Al- I was also reading today that the genetic sequence for cancer or something is patented by somebody, and any mm. cancer research you have to do, you have to pay them. That's mm. not, that, that is so disgusting, man. That should be yes. Something like that should not be. Yeah. The trouble is, people obviously do the research and spend money doing the research, so they yeah. can patent these things and get the money back. So it's like a double-edged, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's like we were saying earlier. We all need to stop being assholes and fix the world. <laughs> Second deep moment with good. <laughs> I want to invent those uh, those matter things that the Star Trek have, where you can just push a button and get anything materialized in front of you. Then we won't need money, and then we will. Yeah. Well, you know, I've always wondered about that. The the resources in Star Trek, it's never really clear. I mean, because like like in Deep Space Nine, they had to pay 
the Ferengis had to <laughs> the Ferengis <laughs> had to pay for this to be able to use the replicators. Um, I, I'm assuming there's yeah. some kind of other resource other than just power that was going into because it, you had to have like all the cells to generate this stuff in the replicators, right? Soil and green, man. <laughs> I don't know. Don't they use dark matter for everything? And <laughs> see them full of people at the back. They're just chopping up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so just to give this guy credit, his name is Joe Landolina. Uh, he's he's uh, at a, he's in his third year of college at NYU, and he only he turns twenty one next January. Jeez! So everyone, so, mark that down and wish him a happy birthday. Yeah, yeah. So just think about all those things you'd ever achieved by the time you reach twenty one. Yeah. Maybe you can add him on yeah. Facebook, and uh, it'll it'll send you a reminder when his birthday is. Oh yeah! See this because this they know me. everything. This whole article reminds me of like uh, this article I read back then. I I don't think I'll be able to find it, but you know when you bite into like something really really hot, you burn the top of your mouth. They mm-hmm. someone someone yeah. invented like this gel that instantly heals it, so oh, it doesn't have that burning feeling for days. Uh-huh. You ruined okay. the transition, guy. Yeah, you totally ruined the transition. Facebook <laughs> <laughs> has finally admitted to tracking um, not only tracking users of the of the website, but non-users as well. So we're being watched. I was reading on CNN yesterday that it's not just Facebook, though. It's everywhere. You know, Google knows more about the type of porn that we like than our wives do. But at least Facebook's admitting it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, well, yeah, I mean, never really came as a surprise. Very man. controversial. <laughs> I mean, it's hard. You know, how would. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, apparently, um, Firefox. Uh, uh, being not sued, but but they think about being sued by um, some trade organization because they want to stop third party cookie tracking, and this this organization is saying, well, you know, it's going to affect small traders because they're advertising Question, and stuff. But you know, uh, uh, you shouldn't be the, doing third party cookies. Uh, you no, know, really with all the morals out. behind it, like the main reason they use it is to first of all they want to put advertisements to your mm-hmm. face. Mm-hmm. You might need, might, might need. So, now the question is: Is is you know you can't avoid the ads completely on the internet. So at least <laughs> I get bombarded by the shit I actually interested in. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's you the know, right uh, side. Uh, I mean, that's the the only bright side I can really think about it. Anything else is really scary if you think about some kind of you know if you really picture it like a database. It says vintage beef, and you know then there's a freaking list of everything you. You like and do and and yeah. who knows yeah, what they collect? You know they they could they, they got your probably, face on file, guy. They face <laughs> they got your face there, man. Yeah. Well, if you if you, if you read the article, it says they they can track you for ninety days. So imagine yeah. all the websites you've been on in ninety days. Yeah, and what if you click something yeah. accidentally that triggers like a CIA alert somewhere? I don't think there's not missiles on the Pentagon, man. There's missiles on the Pentagon, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just I don't like it. Well, see, the oh, thing I'm, is, on your computer, you're able to somewhat limit a little bit of this by you know disabling cookies and stuff like that but on these devices like the iphone the ipad the android stuff yeah, there's none of that no yeah there's none of there's, you don't have that option and not only that yeah. they're, they're tracking your location man they know they know where you're at anytime you're using your phone or your phone's connected to cell data all that shit's being logged yeah. so they Ooh, can see was, where sorry, you've been what you bought go ahead sorry i mean the, the ultimate goal Excuse me. Yeah, go ahead, Batch. Sorry. I was going to say, well, there, there was an article about the, the, some Chinese uh, organization did a did a, a test on phone apps, and seventy three percent of them were tracking information about you silently, yeah. and it yeah. wasn't just you know things related to that app. It was 
stuff that was not related to the app at all, like, as you say, where you were. and Yeah, they got goals, like, for example, you walk through a, a shopping street, walk past some mile, malls and stuff, and each and every one of these, you know, will have their personal uh, advertisement stream, streaming to your personal devices you wear. You know, at, at some point, we're probably going to wear some kind of a crazy wristwatch. Or a Google Glass. Yes, Google I will put glasses. Google Glass on my face immediately. Yeah, you know. And then constantly uh, information. You look at the store and they, they streamline your personalized ads to you. It's kind of weird. I mean, it's going to happen. You can bet, man. I I'll, mean, I'll be right back. I'm going to go grab some tinfoil for my hat. Missiles <laughs> <laughs> on the Pentagon, man. Black that, helicopters. That in itself, that in itself is, is, is dubious, but it's not bad. It's what That's... they do with the rest of it. Because they yeah, don't have to right. just do that. They've got this huge database of stuff that they can do with others. I mean, obviously, they can sell it to other people for a start. Yeah. Which is what Facebook's entire. The question is always what could be on. done with your personal data? Now, what, I mean, that is the question. I mean, what, what is the real danger behind it? I mean, if some, some, some criminals get your personal data, they might try to do some fishy stuff with it. But if an, like a well, corporate. Corporation holds information about you. For example, where you've been, what you've been, what can they actually do with it? That well, is as you say, what, um, what, what happens when you click on a wrong link, as you say, and maybe you were looking through Reddit and you're on the front page yeah. of Reddit and you click on a link, but accidentally you click the one above and it's about, you know, here's, here's a book on how to make bombs. The next thing you know, you've got right. the police turning up at your door because they saw this in your list of things you looked yeah. at. Yeah. They can make assumptions, links... They, they can link yeah. pages you've seen, you know, sort of two months apart, and they can link those together somehow and say, well, look, you looked at this and you looked at that. If you combine those, then that means you're a terrorist. Yeah. Well, the general thing is we could, you could just simply say they have no business in knowing what I'm doing. That's what That's I the think. point, you know, because how, how the hell do they have to know where I'm spending my time? You know, you have your freaking cell phone in your pocket and they know where you've been all day long. I mean, they should just not know it. It's my business. Totally. Yeah. Well, they, they were talking <laughs> yeah. in this country about having um, black boxes in your car for insurance companies mm -hmm. um, so that uh, you they could see that if you were speeding or whatever, then then that rates you as a more dangerous driver. I've never, so, I've never understood policies why we don't have stuff like car. that, though. Like, I mean, why? I mean... Uh, obviously, I don't want my insurance company having access to my car's database, but you would almost think there'd be like a little tiny little red light on the back of your car that comes on whenever your seatbelt's not plugged in or yeah, something. That's so. what I was yeah, like, why isn't there stuff like that? Seriously. Hmm. And plus, um, Google have taken AdBlock Plus off of their Google Play Android system. You're taking what off? Uh, AdBlock Plus. <laughs> what was that? What? AdBlock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what I know what Adblock is, but off of what? Now off of off their oh, phones or something? Or off, what? Yeah, off their off their marketplace on Google Play. Oh, oh, well, that's huh? But see, I don't know of an Adblock for the iPhone. Well, there's one for for um, Firefox on Android, so yeah. Huh. Well, that's good. Well, then it's, uh, it's time for we our. We should weekly. not mention that. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. You did not hear anything. Uh. Uh, it's time for our weekly Apple bashing session where we talk about. How Apple sucks. This time, <laughs> Apple's being sued over a speaker patent by THX. Oh. Yay! <laughs> so Apple is being the one sued this time. That, that's that's really all I'd like to get across in this. Yeah, it's just, I'm suing people. It's another this tit for tat thing, isn't it? It's, uh... it's rare. THX Wait. is my hero. 
That's so Dude, fun. It's it, been really successful. See, they shouldn't have poked system. them, though, man. Now their Apple's uh, just going to sue THX. <laughs> for what? For suing so, them? Yeah, you can't. They own <laughs> the right to sue. sue hey, man, like, we had the patent to sue anyone we want. We're going to sue yeah. you now. <laughs> like, Didn't, uh, the other day, Badge linked a patent for patenting and then suing, right? Wasn't that what it was? Yeah, it was, it was to start a company purely to buy up old patents to then sue people using those patents. It's patented. <laughs> Patent oh, sets. what a business model. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, man. Like three weeks or four weeks ago, I read, was reading in, a, in this German magazine a thing about insider report about Apple and their practice. Some dude that worked in an Apple store. Jesus, this stuff is crazy, man. It's It was really insane. They were forcing them into like crazy hours and they didn't even have proper toilets in their freaking store. Wow. Like on the outside, everything looked like, you know, how how they store, those stores look. Mm-hmm. But behind the scenes... Squeaky clean. Really, yeah. And they forced them to know. do like songs and dance at the start of it. Yeah, and just, you know, in, in, in America, it's more normal, this Walmart family thing, you know. Okay, guys, let's, you know, hype up and, you know, and this we're going to achieve it together, blah, blah, blah. In Europe, that's not really... Used too much. That's true too. Wait, yeah. wait, 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 did you say Americans support Walmart? Is that what you're no. saying? No. Oh, no, no. Okay, but I mean. this, you know, but it's more common. Um, this, um, you kind of create this corporate identity thing, and it, it, you know, it's you almost... meet up in the morning in the store, and then you know, the the, the store owner comes in and gives you the, the today right. we're gonna manage to the pep talk, the pep talk yeah. stuff. Yeah, it, it's then, almost communist, isn't it? It's that sort of Soviet. We're all in it for the force of. The good of the company, yeah, and you know this, 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 this group, this, this weird guru shit. You know, like <laughs> the one. Yes, we are the greatest. We can do it. Apple, Apple. I, mean, I yeah. imagine them all standing in a room and like getting hyper. <laughs> <laughs> all getting open the before the store opens. Yeah, the <laughs> yeah. Store yeah. I sell so many iPhones today. <laughs> yes, and people storm in. You know, and yeah. I've read they actually do that. They get really. They like yeah. cheerleaders. They get pumped up before the store opens and stuff. They do yeah, that. that's, it's that's no what story. Saying. Oh yeah, no. yeah, I know, but you guys were making it sound like oh, I can imagine. No, but not really. <laughs> no, really. Uh, this guy <laughs> told the story like that, and yeah, really strict that, rules that about. I don't see a problem with that though. I think hell. I mean, you gave the example of Walmart. I wish Walmart. I, I, I wish Walmart had that kind of attitude. Now you go into Walmart, and if you want, if you need help finding something, good luck with that, man. Um, <laughs> there's no, there's no one around anywhere. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it. I don't know. It's kind of too much. You know, it's almost like. I mean, you do your job, right? But you don't have to freaking give up your life and identity for your right. Yeah, I, I you know, I guess employer. I just wish people at Walmart you did know, their like, job. <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was reading, the, I was reading an article that someone said, you know, when, when they went to the supermarket, it, it was it was a Walmart supermarket, not Walmart specifically, but um, and they say to somebody, oh, do you know where you know like the melons are or something? And he said, you know, the shop the the, the shop worker then looks you know, sighs and says, follow me and stuff. And he's like, I don't. I know that he's taking me there because he's being forced to by the company, saying if someone asks you, you've got to take them. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I'm taking them away from doing their job. Whereas I'd like them to say, yeah, sure, I'd help you because they want to help you. Right. And that's that's the problem. The, the the companies are driving people, forcing them to do something, and not enthusing them to say, yeah, you know, care. I can just say, as a German dude, when I was in the United States, and in a way, customer care. Compared Germany to United States, it's like two worlds, man. Mm. Don't you dare ask somebody filling up 
some store shelves and ask for something. They give you the look, brother, here. Yeah. <laughs> Just read guy. the damn signs. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Good I think that's why I was so surprised when I was in London and saw those people getting trained to actually do their jobs. It was just like, wow, <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah, it is. I say that that was the exception to the rule. I think generally. Well, that used to, well, then you said that was a family store, so they probably get together and they hype up before they they hype, hype, hype. <laughs> like if you if you have these supermarkets and stuff, is it totally common that you have people bagging your your stuff up on the at the cashiers or? Oh yeah. Is that yeah, no, that's that's it's, that's the norm. for example. You never have that in Germany, nowhere. Yeah, no, mm. Only in like um, maybe luxury stores, and they have somebody that packs we used, stuff. We used to have that probably about 10, 15 years ago. They, they used to get what the, the slow people, <laughs> shall we say, for one of the better politically correctness. Um, mm. Yeah, pe- people that had mental disabilities that they were trying to encourage back into a meaningful working life. They'd have those. At the end of the tills, filling your bags up. But I mean, okay, it's not a high qualification so. job, that's for sure. <laughs> no. Well, I think that's everyone that works at Walmart, and at least near me, they're all not not. <laughs> yeah, I need to slow myself here a little bit. Uh, yeah, yeah. Think, think about what I'm saying. No, they're not uh, to medically slow, but they are definitely um, a product of their environment. Of course, if you're just a teenager working at Walmart to make some money, everything's cool. He doesn't mean you. No, I, I don't. You know, I don't. You know, I, now that you say that, I don't think I can't think of a single teenager that works at the. Oh, Walmart over here, that's pretty much. Yeah, I mean, no, it's all it's all adults, man, that have given up on life. And yet, I know a good friend of mine. You know, he were he kind of really made a. He, there was Walmart was in Germany for a while. They retreated now because they didn't really, you know, didn't really work out. But he really made some kind of a good career with them. He was, I don't know, starting also as a, some kind of a guy who helped packing up bags. And in the end, he was the boss of three of the departments there. Yeah, it was really, they, they, they do allow you know, to move up the chain, don't they, Walmart? Yeah, if you kind of work with the system or something, you really have a chance there. And it's kind of like McDonald's or something. You know, they bash McDonald's a lot for all kinds of stuff. It's of course right, but um, I've seen people, you know, normally would have not have a chance in a normal job market to kind of get to a a well-paid job. And in, for example, McDonald's, yeah, Mm. you have the chance. Yeah, you need those employers. You need. uh, I mean, you need. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. (laughs) You said it there. (laughs) But yeah, that is the thing with this crazy system for creative people. There might be not really enough room in there. But uh, it has also some advantages. Like, like uh, I, I know whenever I was growing up, I worked at Shoney's as a salad bar attendant. And mm-hmm. I think it was frustrating to me because I was qualified to do so much more. And then I'm surrounded by people that are you know, three times my age that are satisfied where they're at. And they don't care to do anything more. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I guess it's. I guess it's weird whenever you're in a situation where you feel like you're surrounded by people that are a lot older than you, but you're. A lot yeah. more ambitious than they are. I felt kind of yeah. like that when I worked at Loblaws. Uh, there's a bunch of – everybody's older in the store. And the thing is, too, I don't know if it's the environment or they I'd, – I'd tell people – I was going to school at the time and I would tell people, yeah, once I'm done with this uh, course or this year's school session, I'm going to go do this. I'm going to apply for this. And everybody around you kind of just says, no, you're not. You're a lifer. You're going to be here for life. Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> It's not sure. cool. <laughs> like the manager yeah. at Shoney's was like, I need to, you know, give you some manager training because, you know, you got to, you, 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 you have to think about your career here. And I was like, no, 
I'm yeah. still a high school guy. I don't want to think about my career at all. Yeah. Me and my buddy, we also worked at McDonald's and it was in the summertime. I think I made it through one week. My buddy held in for three weeks. It was crazy, man. Like we were, we were getting there and we were like going to high school or gymnasium, it's called in Germany. So we had a higher level education. Most people who were there barely speak, spoke German. So we <laughs> came up, came there and the best job you can get at McDonald's is working at the cashiers. So, you know, after one day, we got promoted <laughs> to cashier guys. <laughs> one day promotion. And the, yeah, and the others were working there for a year, you know, and like they were hating on us so bad and constantly messing up the burgers. So we have trouble. And <laughs> after one week, I said, screw that crap, man. I'm out of here. I'm going. And yeah. I, I left my buddy, as I said, held in two more weeks. And it was like, <laughs> yeah. it was mean. I mean, yeah. And it made sense. They wanted to have somebody that spoke German to sell their product. That's yeah. <laughs> kind of, yeah. I got my buddy, uh, Madgal, yeah. too. You guys know Madgal. Yeah. Um, well, he, he wanted, to, I don't think he wanted to work there anymore. So one, one, one day he comes in and Shoney's has these little bears. It's like the little mascot, little Shoney's bear. And uh, he went up front. He bought a Shoney's bear. He went back into the kitchen. He chopped off the arms, the leg, and the head and pinned it on the, like, the, the announcement board. <laughs> inside the, and like the entire i remember it was like month, they, 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 they didn't fire him or anything they like sat him down and talked to him like are you gonna stab us all or, you know <laughs> but my mom she was like he can no longer spend the night at our house anymore and all this but uh, i don't know it was like he was also like you know way intelligence wise way beyond anyone including me around him and so he was just bored and wanted out of there and so he was like i'll see if they'll fire me if i chop up a shoney's bear <laughs> it didn't happen it didn't fire him yeah. <laughs> so our last topic move. of the day before we move oh. on to questions is uh, the mind crack fan server had a restart with uh, 1.5. Mm-hmm. How'd that go, dude? Um, <laughs> I was kind of sad because, man, I restarted it and uh, just generated a random world. And it was this really cool island with like it, was like, it was like an island biome right beside an extreme mountains biome. So it's like there was these little islands and then there was this mountain range that came up out of nowhere like beside it. And I was like, this has got to be the coolest spawn I've ever seen. And the next morning they messaged me and said they had their own idea for what they wanted their spawn to be. And they could see <laughs> <laughs> the seat number and it all went away. And I was kind of sad. But, Get uh, out of there. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's, it's, it's a big flat plane, you know. I guess it makes more sense for a big spawn village. But uh, Well, I, I like what they've done with it. I don't know if you've seen. Um, Goo probably has. But um, they've enabled the, um, the, what's it, blocks? What are they called? Teleportation or the... Command yeah, blocks. the command blocks. Yeah. Um, so they've got a command block set in, uh, set in, um, fuck me, my brain's gone completely today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bedrock uh, with a pressure pad on top of it. And you can stand on that and it will teleport you to a separate area. They've got lots of, I think it's like five or six different cities mm-hmm. with different themes. Wow, they've done all that. But what, when did this happen? Um, we suck, man. On the day. <laughs> well, you know, they're they're really trying to bring the community aspect back. I, I think they feel like they've drifted apart a little bit, um, and they want to get – I mean, and I think we're guilty of the same thing. We probably need to refocus our attention on the group a little bit and uh, get back to where we where we once were as far as <laughs> – you know, I think I think whenever we uh, whenever we couldn't do UHC for a bit, we maybe drifted apart as a group a little bit, and uh, it might be time to, I don't know. I, I like yeah. I like this teleportation idea. I think because half the problem with going in vanilla is spending five minutes 
traveling down the, the right. train track. You know, I mean, it's kind of like when we do these uh, these vanilla wars or whatever you want to call them, and I teleport a few people over just to save time so we can get recording. Because, again, it's already hard for us all to be on at the same time as it is. Yeah, I think I really think with the um, teleporting for special events, we really could could do that. I don't see anything bad with it. You know. And the people in the comments yeah. pitched a damn thing. This is no longer vanilla. I am going to go really? and cry. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to say that's, 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 that's surprising, I have to say, because you know it doesn't take away anything from the... No, from no. The well, let's just sit here for 20 minutes waiting for someone to turn up instead, shall we? Yeah. Because it's really, nothing. you know, uh, for example, for my... You know, I'm, you know where, how far I'm out there. Mm-hmm. So it's always, and then you you freaking forget to set your spawn or bad freaks out again. You get teleported back to your base and, and pause, again, dude. Pause yeah. is like at minus one hundred thousand blocks <laughs> or something. He's going to the farlands. If he ever wants to do a a group event, it's gonna be like four or five days before we see him. I mean, you know, so far when we did it, we always did like the guy was teleported in, and then bye bye. That's it. You never. Nobody was teleported back and around. And right. What? Yeah. yeah it's not exactly. like we're spawning for the event or anything like that either. So. Yeah. No. Yeah. Then you I mean, I don't. It, we're just saving time to make good yeah. video, people to watch and complain about us saving them time. If, if <laughs> and when we do restart the server though, or reset the map, I don't think. Um, I don't think we should have those those blocks though. No. 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 Oh, no. You don't agree. Yeah, I, do. I don't. I really don't because no. um. Uh, the pe- people, <laughs> just because of the oh, people. Really? Yeah. No, that, the that people. They don't have to spend think... ten minutes traveling every time they want to get. Yeah, I mean, I think group events. I'll just continue to teleport people, and the people. Yeah, the only person that gets any hate out of it's me, so it's I'm used to it. <laughs> yeah, but if I want to go and prank Paul, say you know, I have to take everything in a chest, put it on my train, yeah. go all the way down there for ten minutes, stack it up, realize I haven't got enough, go all the way back again for another twenty yeah, minutes, and that's, that's why these things don't happen anymore. That's why you're yeah, stupid. Set your spawn yeah, kill yourself when you're with there stupid. you'll be over there again <laughs> how is he gonna transport can't. items when he kills himself <laughs> you got ghost no, items we, no we can't change you no, stuff no, oh you mean go back home yeah. still got a, there's still one way trip as long as hell oh god it's I five mean, minutes the cool and all this you know i mean that is part of survival i'm against like having we could set up if you want to we could set an alternative creative world as well, well no it's, it's, no, it's not creative or or cheating no, or anything like, like that. It's not a mod. It's just you have no, a hub point. But imagine if we had a side of the normal server, some kind of a test server. We have running a creative server where, where we could build stuff. Eventually, over time, you know, a huge test map. Everybody has test worlds. That's maybe true. We, maybe we could, you know, have that as one world. That'd be pretty cool, actually. And mm. we can also do some uh, creative stuff sometimes, you know, if like you want to ease out a like six months down the road, release that map. <laughs> There'd be all kinds yeah. of crazy stuff on there. All you Probably see all is a bunch of creative stuff. dicks on there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. You, you know, should run that one from the basement. A lot, of, a lot of my creative world is, you know, testing for, for secret things. I don't really want to yeah. stick those on a, on a group one. But, uh, oh, fancy bash. Bet you Etho did it before you even thought of it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ethos test worlds in 1.7. Um, you know, uh, the, uh, the Minecraft fan server, they've said they're never going to reset the map ever again. Mm. This is the last reset it ever? will ever have. Why? Ever. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. That's what I said. So what about other biomes? He said, I don't care. You know, their map was uh, 10 gigs compressed, their old map. Um, mm. Huge, just huge. Um, 80 people on there, right? Yeah, well, yeah, but you know, they're not all active. Um, we also cleared the whitelist, and he was going to add people back that were active. I don't know if people are getting removed or not. I really don't know about that. But I guess a group of them were going to get on instead of a bunch of stuff ahead of time. 
um, before they added everyone back to the whitelist. So I think that's what happened the first night is like... Yeah, they, they did creative in the sort of the plots and stuff, didn't they? The, the roads to, to set right. the plots. I mean, they're a lot more lax with uh, survival. Um, I mean, they're still all survival uh, yeah. as far as the people there let's play. But, you know, like Monkey will jump into uh, creative and build some roads or something like that. Things that are just monotonous tasks that really don't... There's no reason. Yeah, to spin I think we time. should not do that on the Minecraft. No, 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 no. I, no, I don't, don't think that'll ever happen with yeah. us. But uh, no, it's good that it is what it is. Yeah, you know, if you look back, then you know, if we really farmed everything and made it the way it is, it's uh, it's just more satisfying to look back. That's it true. might be monotonous, but who gave a crap? I I'd rather grind yeah. my butt off. It's it's more it's more joy. Yeah. Not only for the viewers, come on. We also need to do it because we have fun with it. Yeah, and you I'm, get out I'm what always, you put in. Yeah, I'm always scared when, you know, I always imagine if you play too much creative, it's really tough to play vanilla mm -hmm. or survival, let's say. That's kind of like the beast too. Feed the beast feels yeah. like creative, so it makes it hard to go so, back yeah. to survival because you're like, man, I got 50,000 iron on the feed the beast server and on creative I have zero. Or not creative. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, I don't have a problem with, with grinding to get stuff. That's not, that's mm. not so much a problem. Yeah. It's just travel time. It's just so wasted. Yeah. But I do think for a prank, you should have to travel. If you want to prank somebody, you got to travel. Yeah. You got to do the work. Yeah, I, I don't agree with no. you on that part of it, Badge. But I think for group events, teleporting should be allowed. Question time? Question yeah. time. Are we doing this first one? Uh, Seems why it's not? heinously out of date, but might as well. That's true. <laughs> Ryan says, since BOO is making huge steps in his arena... Do you think you guys might do things weekly, like weekly arena battles so his creation can get used to the fullest? I was just wondering, since you know it's pretty big thing. I would think weekly would nope. become monotonous. You know, yeah. I mean, that's why we're moving around. We're not all fighting in spawn. Yeah. I like what we're doing, actually. It adds a, yeah. a pretty cool element to things. I invite you all to a little battle in the jungle. Rumble <laughs> in the jungle. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to doing one in my ravine village. That'll be fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, that's going to be crazy. <laughs> Yeah, you know, we should eventually do that. You know, tour the whole PvP thing yeah, yeah. Uh, to all bases, and we're we're on it. Yeah, I think that's good. that's better than only in one spot. I wonder, of course, yeah, some people have never seen other people's bases, have yeah, they? So, exactly. Yeah. I wonder if people are, that are viewing are now realizing how hard it actually is to get people on for UHC. Uh, yeah, because we've never had more than I think eight, eight, eight or nine. I uh, think nine was the max. Yeah, yeah. And this is yeah. this is Friday night at the same time we always record UHC. Yeah. And uh, everyone's obviously. No, but there's stuff coming up. I mean, look, I couldn't couldn't be in it like yeah, mother-in-law birthday. I mean, you can't just say you know I'm, I'm <laughs> going to play some Minecraft. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> things happen. That's why you gotta I mean, say you yeah. gotta do some work. You can't just say Minecraft. You have to make it sound like you're. It's 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 useful. It is. Yeah. It is useful. <laughs> um, while we mentioned the, the the dreaded U word, now that one point five's come out, should we saying any? Plans we have for that? I don't know. We don't have any. Plans I'm for scared that, of UHC. Are you making shit up over there, Bash? We plan. <laughs> we plan on doing UHC. That's been a That's been yes, planned for do. a long time. So, but you know what I think bothers me is we all agree not to really talk about it. Whenever we do plan it, and then the first thing everyone does is run out and make a video. So, oh, we gotta do UHC. Yeah. I didn't say a word. <laughs> <laughs> Doc's throwing his hands up. Not me. But I think most of us want to do. You, it. I threw my hands up. I didn't actually. <laughs> I was I like, no. <laughs> What I want is there not to be a bunch of hype about it so we can actually yeah. do it without stressing about it. But if you tell everyone it's coming on this date, there's all this hype. So you don't need to stress about hype. it. It's, got, it's going to happen and we're going to put it out when people least expect it. Yeah, and you're going to manage that. You will see. 
If but, you hear someone on our server saying it's that we've got plans to record it, don't believe him. Don't believe him. Don't believe the hype. Unless it's Nebris, because then he ruins It'll be it. Out the, the thing is, we are always talking about UHC. Yeah. It's not like you know we we are avoiding it or whatnot. So we're constantly talking when should we do it, and we are always bouncing ideas back and forth because we're also thinking about spicing it up a bit here and there, not really changing it much. But and that means we're constantly talking about UHC. Then somebody hears something says, "Hey, uh, we were talking about UHC again. <laughs> yeah, happen tomorrow." Um, but it's not. It will happen. I think uh, people are going to uh, be disappointed. When we all die to skeletons. Yep, I was just yeah. gonna say. Oh, I, was, man. I was playing last night, and I it, it's not gonna be. It's gonna be like we 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 need to rename it Extreme Ultra Hardcore Plus Skeletons. <laughs> <laughs> Skeleton Core. Because like they Skeleton. shoot, they shoot so fast. It's not even. It's not even cool, man. And the yeah. rage, man, it's yeah. so far away. They don't miss. They're just machine yeah. gun shooting. It's I don't. It's gonna be bad. It's, yeah, it's gonna be. Uh... Bloodfest. I, I was playing on uh, Infernal Mines last night. I was, well, it's not the night isn't relevant, but I was I was falling <laughs> and I got shot mid air by a skeleton on a different level. Like, what the fuck is yeah. that? <laughs> That's mad yeah. typo skills, is what that is. Yeah. And also, not only you know the zombies ganging up now, building groups, attacking you and stuff. It's like yeah, yeah. setting you on fire if they're on fire. Yeah. Well, they do that. I miss that. Yeah, yeah. dude. That's crazy. It's that 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 those zombies in that dwarfs versus zombie stuff that you were doing the other day, pause. That looks crazy. It's so fun and that right now we're going around on the Minecraft server and seeing who has the best base against zombies. So far for, for those that haven't watched it, they, they 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 come for you, they dig, they they swarm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the they, skeletons they, have they, like they, exploding uh, arrows. They've got Jeez. gravel as well, so they can pillar up to get to you. Yep. <laughs> That's horrible. That's oh, man, this, this is amazing. Right. We want to move on to the the next question, eh? Yeah, yeah. So Jack says, uh, hey, Minecrackers, a big longtime fan, insert mindless floating here. I just want to ask, what has been your favorite collab series to record that you've done with any of the other Minecraft guys? And what has been your favorite collab series to watch from the other guys? P.S. Badge is a smelly poop, but I still watch his videos because they're actually pretty good and need more recognition. <laughs> Maybe oh. we should avoid the first question because that's going to hurt some people's feelings, Maybe. Hey, are you... You see, worry, Beef? I've done pull out every single person here. <laughs> Mr. Sociology degree, work it out. <laughs> I, my favorite collab to record has been any collab I've done with the Mindcrack guys. Mine has been a good one. ultra hardcore. Oh, that's cheating. Oh. That's. <laughs> <laughs> I liked the. Uh, I really liked the um, arena um, court session a lot. Oh yeah. These are collabs. You guys are just cheating and avoiding the question. Real collabs, okay. Real collabs. Like you, you well, and someone else. Collab series, so not a yeah, collab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, it has to be series. The like, castle like... crashes with vintage beef. Yeah. And uh, that was pretty fun. That was. And let me see. I find it hard to pick a favorite, honestly. And I'm I think, did I'm that for two real series. Oh, I did. I did some um, the um, orcs versus um, um, how was it called? Orcs versus zombies. Uh, orcs versus zombies. Yeah, with with generic B. That was also fun. But I never really did like a full blown long running collab stuff. You guys are have a have a longer history with that team Nancy Drew stuff and all that. Yeah. 
yeah, but they're all the same boring people, though, aren't they? Right. Uh. <laughs> I think I've enjoyed. Yeah, I, I, I can't. I really can't pick one. I'm. I'm gonna. Oh, oh, but, really? Put well, you know, the oh, one, you're one, cheating. One of the ones that comes to mind is that it actually is uh, is Saints Row. I really did enjoy playing Saints Row. Uh, yeah, that was a good one. I also enjoyed watching that. That's the second part of the question, right? Yeah, yeah. what's been yeah. your favorite collab series to watch? That was really good. Hey, let the me answer range. first for the first part. <laughs> okay. The best collab series is with my girlfriend. Fuck you all. She's, wow. not, <laughs> she's not a Minecraft. That can't be your answer. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. The question is, your favorite collab series to record that you've done with any of the other Minecraft guys. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, let, me, let me put it this Left way. No, Left 4 Dead. Left 4 Dead's, Left 4 Dead's awesome. Oh, Shut up. But I'd have mm. to say Gudenpaz just because of the name. Gudenpaz. <laughs> Gudenpaz. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite collab series to watch then? Legendary, probably. Really? Yeah, it was it was raw and it was funny and. I like. Didn't you play Lara Croft once? Be uh, good. Oh yeah, but that wasn't with Minecrackers. That was me and. Uh, yeah, I like that show as well. That was cool to watch. I like. Uh, I, I've been enjoying. I haven't really said anything about it, but I've, I don't like race either. But I've been enjoying the F one series with Kurt and. Uh, oh yeah, that's a good Ooh, one too. That's yeah. one of my favorite ones actually that I've done because <laughs> it's just yeah. fun. I suck at the game so bad, but it's just fun to record. I even I went out and bought a wheel for it. Says steering wheel. Yeah, I still I have to learn better. <laughs> <laughs> I also think you and Kurt it goes really well together in this in uh, commentary wise. It's yeah. It's yeah, it's really fun to watch. It's a good one. Um, my favorite to watch. Oh man, what have I been seeing lately? I'm trying to think of stuff that I've been seeing. I, I really watch single player stuff a lot, but yeah. collabs. Does um, does Sim City count as a collab? Because it's all you. Well, I guess not. Oh, really? Kind of. <laughs> yeah. It is all you guys in the same town, but you're not really yeah. in the same call. Yeah. I like that because I like seeing what other people are building. Like Corrales yeah. got a nice looking city and. Yeah, you your city kind of looked like a penis at the beginning, Doc. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of. Don't keep drawing pictures. <laughs> yeah, I'm drawing the but now it's looking a lot cooler. <laughs> like so bad, I hate you all. <laughs> We're teasing him with the Sim City, poor guy. So I have another question. All right. Um, hi guys. I'd like to start by saying that I'm an average. Wow, you guys fucking player. skip me all the time. <laughs> I <knew. laughs> I was waiting to say it pause. Mate, you say it. You're being all quiet, man. Ahead, I, you guys are chatting. Rumble. I don't want to like over all you guys. Go on, shut up. Do it. Do it. I was gonna say nightmare rounds with with uh, Double and Good because the drunken part was hilarious. <laughs> True. That was a classic. <laughs> wow, um, OG got mentioned what three or four times there. Yeah, people like it. I'd like to start by saying that I'm an avid Minecraft fan, especially Team Nancy Drew. I'm subscribed to all four of you and watch your videos on a regular basis. My question is aimed a little more towards good, but I'd love to hear everyone's input. Are there any plans to expand stroke build on the Minecraft brand? I understand that most of the Minecrackers publish videos for a living and it'd be quite beneficial to branch out a bit more. For example, having a dedicated website to host information about the server, members and events. That sounds like a great idea. <laughs> the podcast is a great step in this direction as it gives a great sense of community and it feels like a good cohesive piece of content. Perhaps getting a community manager or possibly a group of volunteers to consolidate information, perform some outreach, and assist with planning, stroke coordinating, collaborate events. I know it may sound a little off-putting, but it doesn't really have to be a serious corporate push. 
The subreddit and the fan-made wiki are great, but I'd say a real effort by the Minecraft network would boost awareness. With the correct planning, management, and manpower, you could really refine as well as expand the community. Thanks for taking time. Take to over the world. <laughs> we, we have a guy who does all that stuff. His name is Good. <laughs> oh, and Bash. Bash helped with the website. He already That's did true. Bash helped help with. <laughs> yeah, I said did most. I, I did um, which is funny the other day when that guy was complaining about the, the capitalization of a letter that would just be a quick database change but honestly when oh, people, right, right. people, people make a big deal about something like yeah. that I just get all like screw you guys I'm not doing it yeah, um, yeah. I've known about it for a long time I just haven't been bothered with it yeah it's not a big deal especially not I have an important thing to announce <laughs> stupid um, but uh, and someone's saying, "Oh yeah, it, it takes five minutes to do, and a, pr- a properly written website wouldn't fit." That's, that's yeah, not, it's not properly written. It's one fucking typo. Yeah. Um, but no, I think that's been the plan plan all along. You know, I mean, a lot of us have had conversations amongst ourselves about the uh, the lifetime of YouTube or Minecraft or things like that. And I think uh, an example I like to use a lot is Rooster Teeth. You know, they started out doing like the the red versus blue and now they're I mean everyone knows who Rooster Teeth is. They don't they they don't have one specific thing. They're a group and they're all making a living from it. And uh that's my always been my vision of mind mind mm. crack. Um but uh you know not just for ourselves but to also help bring people up. Um, I think a lot of people that watch us now don't realize that most people joined the server when they had hardly any subs at all. And I mean, mm-hmm. and I started the server, I didn't have any subs at all. So we, we all started from nothing and we came together and we built what we have. And uh, I would like for us to continue to give back and bring other people with us. Um, but also to build not just on our own channels, but uh, the group as a whole. So that whenever one day, if Minecraft isn't relevant, um, Minecraft still can be. Deep I think number I- three. A, a group thing is difficult um, because I mean, there's, there's some of us that you know we, we range from what six hundred thousand subs to ten thousand subs. How do you bring in from everybody and then distribute back out? Right, right. You well, can't. yeah, there has to be a hierarchy in a system like that. That is the problem. Yeah, I don't think and we want a hierarchy. Yeah, like that, do we? yeah. Well, I mean, I would never want to be one guy telling everyone yeah, what to do for exactly. It's not my personality. We got no nobody really like it. We cannot determine it. Okay, the guy with the biggest subscriber numbers uh, takes the lead. That ain't working. And it would be ESO. ESO says I'm not a bossy type, so forget it. You know, it it would not working. Uh, but we, but I also think if we're talking about Rooster Teeth, of course that's an impressive brand. But I think we are not there yet, like power wise on the YouTubes. Mm. A lot no, of I people don't agree. I mean, I don't disagree. Um, yeah, uh, we're, no, we're no rooster to you, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think like, that's, you know, that's a lot of people know the mind crack, but I think we, you cannot really say now we are going to establish a brand that started now or something. We, it's, it needs work, build up, dedication, and eventually it will become a brand and become more and more professional at some point. Yeah, we, we, don't have, we don't even have a headquarters yet. No. <laughs> well, I think the Rooster Teeth guys do all share an office together, don't they? Yeah. Um, and the Oxcast have an office that they share, so they're all yeah. relatively local. So I mean, yeah. the, the most of them. There'll yeah. probably be a time when not everyone that's selling Minecraft right now still wants to be part of it. I, I, I would imagine that that the roster will eventually change. People will come and go. I mean, yeah, I know we've had already, very yeah. few people leave, like Dave Man Dave. Yeah. Um, but yeah. uh, I think. There'll be a time when, you know, Etho might say, sure, yes, I'm done. You know, not necessarily, but I'm just saying that's a possibility. People need to maybe realize that, that we may not all have the same vision five years from now or two years from now or six months from now. Um, and so people may come and or go. 
yeah, mm. there could be changes, but at the moment, just to be in case people are in panic now, there's no signs <laughs> of you know of anything like that. But it's it's really hard for us because you know each and every one of us works on on their own. It's not like we're constantly hanging out and like you know chatting all day long and sharing ideas and stuff. What should we do? Everybody's uh, working on their own like little agenda. But we have this common sense of the mind crack. And I think that what is what makes us strong because we are not that super streamlined and all working into, you know, branding everything. Um, yeah, you know, it also adds variety. I think some of us could do better, um, I mean, me included, to link back to like the mind crack network channel. Yeah. And like that. Maybe. Because, you know, it benefits us all. Look, like, for example, Yogscast, they all they're called Yogonauts or whatever. And Yogots. they have like. Or whatever, yeah, and then they have like they they got their names are Yoxcast Peter, Yoxcast Jason, mm-hmm. whatever their names are. I don't even know. I mean, I'm not Minecraft Doc M. I'm still right. Doc M. But we are all part of the Minecraft. But those are people that okay. were uh, their channels were formed after um, mm. the Yoxcast was already popular. That's going to be sort of impossible for us to do. Right. Yeah. yeah, but I wouldn't want people to do that anyways. That just doesn't seem to fit the idea for the whole thing to me. No, it's, it's, it's a marketing yeah, corporate yeah. thing, and we're not that type of group. No, we're more like a rock um, a motorcycle gang. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love that. Oh, fan so art. It's your your prostitution board? ring is... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> prostitution ring? <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll be selling heroin and, and <laughs> adults, uh, adults doing prostitutes. <laughs> you know, I bet KFC could make millions if they just put that Milby gif uh, all their advertisements. <laughs> that was that hypnotic. Yeah. It the look me- after he bites into I the I haven't chicken. ate KFC in years, and I was like, man, I want some KFC. Gross. Dance while I eat it. Hey, that's anyway. Milby's job. No, no, I'm not going to record it. I just want to be like him. With that KFC, <laughs> man, it made, it made everybody happy. As happy as Milby. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we do have a dedicated website to host information about the server, members, and events. Yeah. <laughs> Minecraft Network or MinecraftLP.com or GoodLP.com. Yep. All the same. And it's damn fine looking site. It's great. No typos. Um, is this part of the same question? There's no name on this one, is there? The one we've just done? Uh, uh-huh. Is that all Ryan M? I don't know if it's all Ryan M or not, but... Uh, he says, what phones do you guys have and would you ever consider doing a UHC and the teams are Minecraft versus Hermitcraft? Or, I assume, other server groups. <laughs> it's already too hard to get our group of idiots. No. <laughs> kidding. Uh, as for the phone question, I have a Samsung A of S. There. Oh. Isn't that an end? I've got some <clears throat> old school Sony <throat> thing I never use and <laughs> UHC is Minecraft. There is no... Versus other servers, I agree. I like My UHC opinion. as a as a Minecraft exclusive thing. It's we sort not, of it's our thing as friends. We you know it's not it, it's not about a freaking business model or something. It, it has a certain meaning as well for us as a server group. Yeah, I agree. I'd quite oh, like God. to see um, perhaps an invitational with some guest stars. Yeah, maybe, guest names, something better. That is the far as I like dinner bowl yeah. on a notch and Jeb or something, maybe. But yeah, yeah. yeah. If Notch wants to play, he can ask. But I don't know. 
I'm pretty sure Dinnerbone would play if we wanted him to, to be honest with you. We got brought yeah. up the other day when because Paul said it and people on uh, Twitter, oh, uh, Reddit were like, no. He sent Eve Iso after Dinnerbone. That shall be fun to watch. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm pretty sure, you know, maybe I should bug him about that. Yeah. Um, but uh, um, yeah, did you see that Samsung phone? phone? I thought you had a uh, Windows phone. The Samsung. It is. Windows yeah, yeah, the Samsung uh, Windows phone. Oh, I've got Galaxy S3. Also Samsung. Very nice. Is it? Are you Windows yeah. or Android? Android. How do you know? Because it's an S3. What does that mean? That model of phone is only is Android only. How did you know that? You have like a list. I just no. I just know. A phone nerd. <laughs> I'm not a phone nerd. <laughs> How's that Instagram working for you, Beef? Oh, the guy deleted his account. Did he? Yeah. Dude, did you tell him to? No. He tweeted. I bet that guy got shit all over. Maybe. After you tweeted it. <laughs> Moving so on. You did. I have the iPhone oh. 5 before you move on. Pause, you got a phone as well? Yeah, iPhone 5. <laughs> <laughs> I, have okay. I have an iPhone. <laughs> Which he hasn't dropped in the toilet yet. Nope, not yet. <laughs> Working on it. Hey, beef, good, pause, and guest where applicable. That means you don't. My friends hey. and I who were talking about violence in video games and what big companies think about violence. I was wondering what your thoughts are on these questions. Uh, do you think that violence in video games is necessary? Do you think it adds to the gameplay? What do you guys think big-time gaming companies think about violence? And do you feel that they think that more violence in games makes it better? Darkhawks. P.S. I don't watch Badge, but his videos are still good. It's the rustling that puts him off. I don't understand the rustling. <laughs> <laughs> the nose rustling. <laughs> the wheat. That is, those questions don't really make sense like that. You know, it's like... No, I agree. Well, I mean, the last the two questions out of special. violent games, where do you yeah. replace it with? I mean, there's so many yeah. games that, and and they're just recreating real life, but there's lots of violence in real life. So. Yeah, I Call, mean, of, Call of Duty without violence. This is like hug each other to death. <laughs> yeah, if you if you make a, a game that is Call of Duty like or Counter Strike, I mean, you could play it with paint guns and not. What it's is still violence? Violence, though, right? Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. violent. Well, Germany's got a bit of a history of. Of, of muting games uh, down, banning everything. Don't even talk about it. But you know, even in Viva Pinata, you you whack poor spiders with a shovel. So right. is that violence? I mean, uh, well, the first question: Do you think that violence in video games is necessary? I think so. Like it, every it depends every on what video game, because like yeah, I mean, yeah, there's it's not necessary for a game. Right, it's necessary in some games. Well, that's okay, like saying so it's violence what is violence? in the world. Like, let's talk about gore then. You know. Violence Al-Gore? is very far. <laughs> Al Gore. <laughs> <laughs> Violence is very far defined. You know, you could even say PvP. Some people, when I do some breeding cells in Minecraft, or say say I'm an animal hater because I crew ways kill pigs. So people consider that sometimes even violence. So I think gore is not really necessary. When I say gore, I mean like you know chopping off heads and then there's this gigantic blood fountain and you then can even stump on the head and if you want to kick it after that that is not really necessary to display well it depends it depends on what you're trying to convey because if you're like killing aliens in that that you can't really just have a monster go down with no blood or anything that's kind of weird yeah not no blood but it, it doesn't have to be for example in germany dismembering and yeah, ragdoll model and stuff, and ragdoll models and stuff. That rectal, you can mutilate that. Models, that, something else entirely. Yeah, <laughs> that, you, that 
<laughs> that you can like mutilate corpses and stuff, you will that is banned in Germany. Can you guys name one game though where there is no violence and it is a good game? SimCity Four. There's violence. Aren't yeah, there crimes and stuff and natural disasters and, and Bowser stops on people's houses? That's not that's so violent. Yeah. I think every game has violence in it. Like even what about racing very... games? There's no ra- there's not a lot of violence. There's crashes. That's kind of, that's violent. Well, but it may not I mean it's not I guess it is violent, but it's not necessarily violence. Like if you didn't mean to crash, then it's not violence, right. it's just a violent crash. There should there should for example not be a game where you torture people to gain right. an advantage in a game. For example, okay. that I would consider, you know, imagine I don't know Call of Duty and you catch somebody and then you do some nice waterboarding with him to find out where <laughs> nice waterboarding hit the water <laughs> electrodes on his testicles you know it's just it's not like people will still understand that waterboarding is a bad thing but this is a proven fact if you expose people to cruelty more and more they will yeah find Become it less and less disturbing yeah like yes. i'm just trying that to say like the first yeah. question he asked if it's necessary i'm just it's not necessary but i'm just trying to say that it's impossible I think to avoid almost yeah yeah it's it's like it's you what part of you life right oh I know a game I know a game the pony game I played last year okay, I, I did pony. say name a good game <laughs> yeah. it was great my riding stables too there, I mean, people, there's there's a game seems... but it's not really a game in my opinion it's more of like an experience but that Proteus where you just walk around and kind of oh yeah it's a, it's more that's of like tough. a visual and audio yeah that's, kind of that's like a yeah without adding violence to that. Dear Esther, no, but it's not. Yeah, it's Esther. not really a game, in my opinion. It's more of like no, a form of just art. Walk around. It's, you look it's at, a form of is, art. Is it not a game because it doesn't have violence? Ooh, well, I'm saying thoughts. that. Well, <laughs> 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 it's a podcast today. Yeah, or like Tetris. Tetris well, is a game. Tetris is a oh, game. There right? you go. That yeah. is a very good game. So puzzle games are the games that don't contain violence. Hey, that are still good. it's confirmed. Amnesia is a puzzle game. There's a lot of violence in there. I think, well, well, the thing is, violence... Uh, yeah, violence. game. The violence thing, what, what makes me laugh is you can have a game like uh, GTA where you're running around, you're running people over, you're shooting people and stuff, and then something happens in the storyline and you're naked. Mm. And then the whole of the U.S. is yeah. up in arms trying to ban yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah, but that's a difference. Nobody would worry about that here. I wonder how Saints Row made it, man. I mean, you're running through the streets naked, beating people with a, like a ah, foot. But you're naked. Yeah. But your ass crack has been... It has been uh, blurred. ...pixeled out, hasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Yeah, the, the, another part of the question was, what do the big gaming companies think about violence? I Well... Violent cells, you know, that's always been something. And I think they, the big gaming companies, going to push it to the limit, to the edge, and push it ever so slightly further. You know, I'm surprised that sex doesn't get pushed more in games. I mean, obviously, it's, that's there in games like, you know, for Dead Space. That they, is they, they throw in the, the girl. That's but, the biggest market for gaming is the United States with Asia and stuff. And in both of these countries, uh, there's an extreme level of prudeness uh, to naked skin. Right. Yeah, I don't understand seems, that. I don't know, man. It's weird. Because, like, no, it, I mean, even on TV now, I mean, I don't know. It, but I guess it's all dramatic type stuff. It's not necessarily skin and physical sex. Well, what I find kind of weird is, like, AMC doesn't swear in their videos, but yet you have, like, zombies getting stabbed in the eye with a screwdriver, right. and they can't even <laughs> say a simple word like fuck. It's like, what? Why not? I'm pretty sure if a zombie was chasing me in real life, I'd be like, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, true. Yeah. It's a good point. I don't know. I, I, I just find that violence is way, 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 way more acceptable in, like, North American media than, like, sex. Sex is whatever. Yeah. Didn't someone sex. smart say something like, make love, not war? So why is it yeah. violence is more acceptable in games than sex? Yeah. Man, it's deep, dude. It's, Literally. oh my gosh, good. <laughs> Did you have, like, your deep cornflakes this morning? <laughs> I didn't drink anything last night. I'm the soberest I've been in a month. <laughs> <laughs> Then they ask as well, yeah, do you think uh, that violence makes games better? Well, I know just, just know one thing. Sell. Yeah, like when I played uh, the Far Cry 3, and after all I went through, and in the end, when I was flying away with my chopper on my, sitting on my machine Spoilers. gun, killing them all. Um, <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, it felt, uh, it felt good. So in this moment, this you know game design aspect added to the nice experience of the game. That's it quite a good example, actually. Violent game. His his story is coming from a college kid yeah. who becomes you know a mercenary essentially. Yeah. Um, and his when he starts off and first kills somebody, he's quite you know what have I done? Yeah, he's quite. And by the end of it, as you say, you're flying around in a helicopter, mowing down hundreds of people. Yeah. And it's like yeah, let's get him. Yeah. It's interesting, yeah. It's a nice trip in that game, yeah. My oh, favorite part was is that you get that. mushrooms was, there. Just got spoiled. Oh, jeez, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As we say, you know, Call of Duty without violence, you know, it, it needs it. Shooting games need it. Yeah. You, can't have, you can't have it without. But the, these aren't more single questions that can cover right. the entire genre. Right. Yeah. Could you imagine Mario without any violence at all? Like, that'd be boring. Exactly. It wouldn't be a game. Wouldn't it? What you'd, would you do? You'd get to the end without. I guess yeah, since I the guess beginning just... of time, games included violence. Yeah, it is like that. Look at it's space invaders and stuff yeah. like that. I mean, you were shooting up aliens. Maybe they were friendly. Who knows? Like, <laughs> yeah. we never bothered to ask. <laughs> yeah, killed them all. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> maybe we should make this last question the, the the next question the last one because we've got it's been yeah. a, a very long podcast yeah. today. Yeah, definitely. Um, all right, Aloha, Team Nancy Drew, I guess. Thanks for answering my past few questions and also poking some fun at me. Anyway, being serious about what I said in my previous question, I'm a supporter of Passionist videos as well as yours, all of yours. And the only reason why I bring this up is I like his building style and many of yours. I'm not writing this myself. Do you have any advice for people who play Minecraft and aren't as amazing at building? Badge has amazing work, like his cathedral. Emphasize <laughs> Ravine Village, which is quite wrong, and so on. Beef's Castle and his jungle village is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Some of his best interior design I've ever seen in Minecraft. And Goose Boo's work is also marvellous. I think no, exactly. he'll work good. Oh, Pause, yeah, I don't know. You mention me. Splank. You don't answer this question. <laughs> anyway, come to Hawaii. We're looking forward to it. Thanks, Paul, a.k.a. Jury Key. Well, Doc, oh, your village in or not your not your village. Your jungle housing area is amazing. Yeah, <laughs> amazing. Amazing. Marvelous. Honestly, I think I'm gonna say I think I'm an example of someone that doesn't have good building that can still be successful. So I don't think you yeah, need we, to we could learn from this question. Look at me. I don't build like, uh, at all. Yeah. Well I, I don't know about this, but I I I do look at real life buildings. Mm -hmm. I mean Beef's done the thing where he's tried to copy a real building, and I'm sure he's got things to say about that, but I tend to look at buildings oh. for inspiration, how architecture is made, um, proportions, things like that. Um, 
you can you can sort of utilize that this was it? it's it's like architecture porn on reddit it's quite good where people just put up pictures of really nice buildings and you can get shapes as i say proportions and, and how windows and, and walls and stuff and once you do that it gets a bit more realistic I mean, just a rectangle you're never going to go far but an experiment as well yeah, that, that's um, what i was going to say just try out all kinds of different things whatever looks good go with it that's it yeah yeah you, you put combinations of, of colors of blocks i mean ethos quite a good one for for restricting the number of colors of blocks he uses he probably restricts himself too much in my opinion but that's for him to argue um i say with with the with the building i'm making at the moment on the vanilla i've put in a lot of the cobblestone fence posts because it just made everything look a bit more rounder hmm. um you just go, you know, play with these things. Anyway, that's my input. There's also basic rules that apply to all kinds of architectural mm. structures. Like there's the Fibonacci line for yes. for certain, you know, ratios you could use. There's how do you call it in English? Golden cut? Golden, Is that golden triangle? No, golden rectangle. Yeah. Golden ratio. Yeah, gold ra things like that 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 play an important role, and. Um, there's people that are really dedicating, um, you know, I often get inspiration from these mega build videos mm. when people make these big, super big things and then present it in an epic, in an epic way. Um, I'm not a big fan of, um, build tutorials. I want to have my own style. I don't want to follow a certain, you know, right. I don't want to give people tips about building that sucks. Then everybody's going to build the same shit, <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's. Did you learn something good? <laughs> I said all I need to say about it. Uh, form yeah. form follows function. That is also a nice approach. Yeah, you make something, yeah. and then you you know first the structure you need maybe you make a little farm, and then you just put a little cover over it, and that sometimes leads to very amazing shapes. Like I think I people's think. creative styles are different too. Not everyone's creative. Yeah. Like some people are musically creative. Some people are visually creative. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. You know, my creative style is more. I don't know. It's in my head. I guess it's not necessarily building a, a pretty building. It's making You're verbally creative. Well, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I coined that term. <laughs> Mine. There are um, there are other sort of outlooks. I mean, some people want to build something that looks realistic some people want to build things that yeah. are fantastical like castles or, or the steampunk stuff if you go yeah. back to the first uh series of minecraft when i built that space pod thing oh yeah yeah that, that was that was more you know i i've been playing along and found a shape that i quite like you know and then the mothership is kind of a rip off of that Arcus stole your design yeah he did He's just, <laughs> it's oh, round. if he takes if she takes <laughs> lens I mean, Sisto's lens is also not really like a house or something, yeah, right. but yeah. it still looks epic. It's just, right. it, it came kind of from the design. It, it just evolved, right? That, what it's is a epic? shape. You know, what, yeah, what is good looking? I mean, it comes to fun, fun in Minecraft. You just got to, you've got to make yeah. things quite big to utilize curves right. properly. That's the thing. Exactly. Yeah, that is. Yeah, maybe that's a good tip. You know, if you want to take it to the next level, normally people start off with off with a square shaped stuff. Mm. Like a next level would be to have recessed walls, for example, having to have more dimension in there and um, using yeah, like L shaped arches, arches, yeah, or curved curved uh, walls and stuff. That is something. But you're right. You always have to go big to make the like curvy stuff look good. 
Yeah, those mega builds. I always look at those and I think, well, they look great, but they're not scaled right. Are they too, yeah. to a Minecraft person? The doorways are, are huge. Yeah. yeah. Because they, yeah. they get that extra detail in. Well, when you look at some of the buildings in the real world, the doors don't make any sense. Who the hell are these buildings for? These huge-ass doors. It took, like, four men to open. That's true. <laughs> like, I, I noticed that a lot in Paris. Like, all these buildings, um, mm. like the Louvre, the Louvre, every freaking door in the Louvre is ginormous. Yeah, like because they were riding in with horse wagons back in the days. Uh-huh. In the house? Everywhere, <laughs> everywhere, it's, it's, it's got, like up the stairs with their. It's also it, it's a show of wealth and power as well, isn't yeah. it? You know, this is a big, big door, door means because we've got big money. people. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. there's time for the next question. Of course, Paul still has to answer this one. Yeah. Let's not forget him. This, this this one doesn't apply to me. I don't build. I'm, oh, I'm a oh, bad no, builder. Okay, thanks. Okay. Oh my I don't God. like the next question. You don't because you, you don't want to talk about it. You scared? <laughs> is is it because it caused you old at the start? All right, we'll do the last question then. Uh, With Badge approaching his last few years of life, <laughs> I thought it was an appropriate question. How do you guys want to die? I want to ask this first, if I may, and just say, in your mother. Right. Oh! 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 Oh, man. Right. Oh, my gosh. Daniel, I apologize. <laughs> Are you sad about your mother? Same name? <laughs> that was not my question. Either. Are you sure? But it was. <laughs> I'm just going to say, in my sleep. Yeah, same here. Boring answers are boring. Oh, I'm going seven four seven <laughs> on Mars as the first. You yeah, want to be there. Put on there. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be with Doc on Mars, man. Be <laughs> All right, man. Free Wi-Fi. Die on Mars <laughs> I mean, I think I think everyone wants to die in their sleep, painless, without spending you know tons of time in a hospital. Two hundred years' time. Yeah, well, I'm sure, like Doc, you know, after working in hospitals and watching so many people struggle with life probably doesn't want to even think about having but my something like that. Is, What's that? I, I know how I don't want to die. And mm-hmm. that is alone. Uh-huh. To, to die alone is the most that is the key thing is I you know the people I've have seen dying were all old people. Like typically eighty and plus. So it was obvious that they had to die and they also were thinking about death so they were prepared. And it worked out always fine, but if you're not alone. But if people, you know, have scared to be alone in the last moments, and that is, then you cannot die in peace. And you, you know, you fight death so hard because you want to avoid that moment of being alone so hard. Then you cannot let loose, and then your death becomes a, a struggle, a long mm-hmm. fight because it's not easy to die. It's not like imagine, okay, he's weak now, gonna die tomorrow. No, it's like a process of two, three weeks. Where you slowly descend into, yeah, right, another world, you know, and uh, it's, uh, yeah, being alone in that moment is bad. And on that note, <laughs> so well, that's well that's you know, I've actually watched die. That's the funny thing about it. They go into the hospital, and everyone rallies. They all come and they show their support. And if you don't die quick, you lose all those people. Those people don't keep coming. They don't come back if you're still there in a month. They uh, they lose interest, you know. They showed their support when you initially went there, and they don't want to come and see you as you're deteriorating and dying. So that's how I don't want to die. If that's I know that's not the question, but I don't want to die in a hospital where uh, people slowly lose interest in even coming to visit yeah. you and stuff like that. As I say, piloting a seven four seven, you're not alone. Yeah. Be <laughs> quick. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, it's time to wrap it up. This has been ex- extremely long. Um, mm. 
edition of the Minecraft podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed listening. Thank you, Doc, for joining us. YouTube.com slash DocM77 if you want to check out his videos. Beef, before you sign off, I just want to say last week's podcast was longer when you weren't here. It was longer than this one? Yep. Oh. Well, we just rambled because we didn't have anyone to keep us in line. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Anyways, if you guys have questions to send, podcast at goodlp.com is the email to send it. And make sure you have podcasts in the subject line. Otherwise, it will probably be ignored. All right. That's it. We'll see you guys in the next uh, episode, which is episode 31, next Monday or Tuesday. Wait, we're all going to be at PAX, so we don't really know what's going to happen. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we're not sure if there's going to be one next week. We might. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for being here. Bye. 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 B